Got another very important recruiting weekend happening at the U, and this one has a different feel from last week. Can Miami create more separation with some players that they are trending for? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Saturday and happy Father's Day weekend. I'm Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today to the everydayers. We appreciate you guys. And we are in the weeds right now, friends. Huge recruiting weekend in progress. Now, here on Saturday late morning, we don't have a whole lot of feedback yet on how the visits are going. We have seen some of those social media posts coming out of the Ritz-Carlton where Miami has their players staying. Very different from the Motel 6 types that they stay in in Gainesville and other places. Uh, so we're, we're going to be getting more recruiting feedback throughout the weekend. But in the meantime, we have plenty to talk about. We bring in our very good friend, Chalupa Batman. You may also know him hey. as Corey Carmona. Chalupa, happy weekend, sir. How you doing? Happy weekend to you, too. Happy Father's Day weekend, Dono. And Thank happy you. Father's Day weekend to everybody out there. It's an exciting weekend of visits, man. Had to commit this week. You know me. I, I was bouncing up and down and hyping, playing ball and boys in the house and freaking out the dogs and neighbors. <laughs> So, you know, a couple of uh, Miami has uh, just a handful of visitors this week as opposed to the 14 from last week. They do have another five star on campus in Justin Scott, defensive tackle stud out of St. Ignatius High in Chicago. And this this has a little bit of a different complexion, Chalupa, from last weekend. So last weekend, Miami had four five star players on campus and they're in the mix for all of them. But with each of them. The Canes are, you know, basically trying to to come from behind in their recruitment. They're trying to gain ground. This Justin Scott visit has a bit of a different feel because Miami had been considered favorites for him, if not strong favorites, for the last two months going back to mid-April. So do you think the emphasis this weekend with a guy like Justin Scott, who is, you know, he's a program-changing type of player wherever he ends up, that the emphasis is hey we know you already like Miami but this is why Miami is the only place for you it's it's the way I look at it is last weekend was us bringing in the middle relievers there are guys that you know we 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 want to sign you know Colin Simmons Dylan Stewart whereas this weekend I feel like Mariano Rivera's on the mound you know we've got Justin Scott here and we don't have 20 other recruits here with him so the staff is able to focus on him and try to close. I, I feel like that's what this weekend is with Justin Scott. He's been crystal balled to us by Steve Wolfong. Now, someone else on 24-7, Tom Loy, actually crystal balled him to Notre Dame. But like Dono yeah. always says, these things are not always updated. It's not always right after his recent visit or, or some new news that they update these things. So when you read them, always take that with a grain of salt. But we've heard nothing but positive things about Justin Scott. And he's the kind of guy, much like when we landed Chance, we felt like, okay, now the offense can start drawing some of the uh, top recruits in because they want to play with Chance. The same thing is going to happen with Justin Scott. If you're a defensive end, if you're a linebacker, if you're a safety, you want to play with this guy. 
He eats up space. He eats up blocks. He destroys blocks. He can do whatever you need him to do. And he's a really good pass rusher as well. So you put him with a guy like Horton on the uh, uh, up front, and then you got Bain and Jaden Wayne on the outside, Moss. Or you look at Dylan Stewart because once you once you land a guy like Scott, Dylan Stewart or Colin Simmons starts to think, man, I could play on that defensive line. You know, I, I, I wouldn't mind playing on the left side of that guy. So this is Mariano Rivera weekend. This is mm-hmm. a handful of recruits that I, I feel like are on the bubble and they want to focus on them without maybe having some of the other noise around them to see if they can close. Let me go through the full list just so everybody's on the same page because the list has evolved and changed during the week. Yes, you had a couple yes. of players who were scheduled to visit, like a, a USC commit who decided not to come visit. So we talked about Justin Scott. He's the headliner. He's the five-star. Four-star running back Kevin Riley. We'll circle back to him in a second. Four-star edge rusher Elias Rudolph. Now, that is one where Miami's playing catch-up, right? Now, yes, you know Miami yes. maybe. Trending for Justin Scott, trending for Kevin Riley. The Hurricanes are definitely trying to make a late push for Rudolph, who's been trending strongly to Michigan. Uh, Four-star IMG Academy defensive lineman Jaden Jackson. That's a really interesting one. And, you know, a new show favorite, the Schmo. Yes, bring me to Miami. We got here the Schmo. Uh, out of uh, Nuremberg, Germany, Morris <laughs> Schmorenzer is visiting Schmorenzer. Schmorenzer. I so I, I feel so bad, and I'm trying to get this young man on the show. If he hears the way I butchered his name, he'll never come on the show. I I'm sure. So people with hard names understand. People with yeah. hard names understand. You're giving it the old college try, and I'm sure he'll be he'll be appreciative of that. And uh, Derek Plaz is visiting, who was a late addition this week to the visit list. Uh, he's a three-star offensive tackle out of Andrew Jackson High in Jacksonville, Florida. He was a Penn State Huge. verbal commit till a couple of days yeah. ago. He walked back that commitment, decommitted from Penn State, reopened things. He's visiting Miami. But let's circle back to Kevin Riley. This is another one, like Justin yes. Scott and Riley is, oh, I want him so badly in this class. And he would compliment the Hellcat, Chris Wheatley Humphrey, so well. And yes. so he's four-star out of Tuscaloosa County, Alabama. So Alabama and Auburn are also in the mix for this young man. And this is another one, Chalupa, where Miami is believed to be the trending leaders for him. So can they create yep. separation this weekend? That Again, like with Justin Scott, Mariano Rivera is on the mound for Riley. I feel like that that's why there isn't 14, 15 recruits here this weekend. And just from an, uh, a bit of an agenda standpoint, getting someone from SEC country, a running back, from SEC country is a bit of a big deal, especially because conference realignment rumors and Miami to SEC, you know, but that is where some of the talent is. So to have a guy like Kevin Riley, who is a four-star running back, could easily earn his fifth star as a senior. He's explosive, physical. What I like about him the most is his pass catching ability with his ability on the ground. So he's a complete three down back. And with Dawson, with someone who likes to mismatch personnels, I think Riley would just be perfect. He's the kind of guy that that could probably get you 1,500 yards total offense in a season. And then you got a burner like like Hellcat to change the pace up a bit because Riley does like to pound the rock in between the tackles. So then you bring in somebody like Hellcat to run jet sweeps or or now, now you're setting the edge with with Hellcat and now a defense does not know what they're getting. So I think Riley would be a a massive get for the offense because that gives another tool 
for Shannon Dawson. If you listen to his interviews, he likes mismatches. He likes different personnel groupings. So I think when you look at the two running backs that he wants to bring in, they're different. Even if you look at like Jared Gibson, he's different than these two. It looks like they want different skill sets. But to me, Riley fits basically from A to Z what Dawson likes to do. You don't have to take him off the field. He can block. He can catch. He can run routes out the slot, which is huge in this offense because, you know, TVD does have the ability to change plays at the line of scrimmage. And let's say they come out in in a four-receiver set with a back in the backfield, and then he wants to go empty. Riley has no problem bumping out to the slot and running routes. So I think it's a good idea having him the only running back here this weekend. So he's got Coach Tim Harris to himself. He's got Shannon Dawson to himself. This is Mariano Rivera weekend for Kevin Riley. I love that Mariano Rivera weekend. Uh, We're going to wrap up the recruiting talk in a moment. Plus, um, I want to talk about early – well, actually, sorry, not early enrollee freshmen. Freshmen who weren't here for the spring – but are on campus now, taking classes this summer and participating in the offseason program. Guys, class of 2023 players who are turning heads so far, which is a really, really good sign heading into this upcoming 2023 season. We got the legend Chalupa Batman with us. Keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. We're only getting started. And you know, I'm only getting started on FanDuel. I got a bunch of UFC plays happening uh, for tonight's action. There's UFC pretty much every weekend. I love mixed martial arts. I love international soccer. I love baseball. That's going on right now. And yeah, baseball season is in full swing. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on today. I love how safe and secure the app is, how easy it is to make your selections, and how quick and easy it is to get paid. So do not miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And thank you so much to the everydayers. Guys, make sure you check out our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext. I'm including the link in the show description below. Uh, this time of year, there's a lot of recruiting updates and breaking news. As soon as we hear feed, Yeah, especially like Chalupa. And you and I talk about this stuff all the time. When we do start to get, you know... Uh, the leaks or the feedback from how these OVs are going, you'll probably see it on the subtext before you'll see yep. it on a show. Because, listen, Father's Day's tomorrow. I'm not sure if I'm going to have a show tomorrow. Hopefully my exactly. family gives me, like, breakfast in, in bed, and it's a, a whole <laughs> hint, hint, hint. It's, it's going to be a whole day tomorrow. So if you want to join our exclusive SMS texting service, get texts from your phone directly from mine. I'm including the link in the show description below. It's completely free for the first 14 days. And then if you like it, you want to opt in. $4.99 a month after that. And there's a lot of added value that we have on there. Uh, a player, uh, Chalupa, I know you've scouted this guy a lot and he's visiting this weekend. Uh, I think Miami is, you know, battling the likes of Ohio State and Florida for Jaden Jackson, four-star defensive lineman out of IMG Academy. Um, Miami obviously has a lot of his pals and teammates from last yep. year at IMG on the team. How much of a difference can that make? And how much do you like Jaden Jackson? I think Jaden Jet, he's another one of those defensive tackles, the big whales that I would love us to land this year. We've got the IMG connection. You know, he's he's here with his buddies. You know, Mo and Goa can tell him, hey, I 
love it here at Jaden Wayne. They seem to want to play together. You even saw it last week when we had some of the IMG guys here on visits. They take pictures together. They seem to have a, a, a real good bond down there at IMG. Jaden Jackson is another one that could change the front seven for us. He's another one of those big space eaters, but he's agile and quick. And he's just a menace. Just those defensive linemen that play angry. Jaden Jackson is one of those guys. These are guys that, like Brian Smith likes to say, when you get them, they change your program. They're not just, oh, we need a defensive tackle, so let's sign Jaden Jackson. He's the kind of guy that changes what you can do on defense. It changes what the offensive coordinator does to you. He's staying awake late at night if you have Jaden Jackson and Justin Scott in the middle. Because now, yeah. because now you're bringing pressure w- with four up front. That that's the key. When you get a guy like Jaden Jackson, Justin Scott, then you put Bain and Wayne on the outside. No blitzing, no blitzing. Your your front five against my front four. We win every single time. You are not blocking Jaden Jackson with one guy. You're just not. And with a guard, it's just not happening. He's too quick for most of them. And the ones that are are quick enough, aren't big enough to deal with yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. So he, he's 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 a matchup nightmare on defense. You hear that a lot on offense where, you know, a receiver's a matchup nightmare. But an interior defensive lineman that has that kind of skill set is just a matchup nightmare. Salovea has to just be absolutely, like, foaming at the mouth having this guy on campus. So, again, this is that weekend where there's a couple that – where we're trying to get across the line. And then there's some that we need to make up some ground on. And I think Jaden Jackson is one of them. We've got his buddies here. Listen, anytime you're buying something or trying something out, you asked for recommendations from your friends. Right. He's, He's essentially trying Miami out. Who better to tell him how the experience is than a 2023 freshman, someone who can tell him, no, this isn't coach speak. I've been here. I've been on campus. I went through spring. This is how it's going to be. So that's got to be huge for these IMG guys. And for someone like Jaden Jackson, I'm really, really hoping we can gain ground with him. Now, you guys, for the everydayers, you remember the shows that we were doing during spring football and how impressed I was with a number of the early enrollee true freshmen, right? I mean, probably the most impressive duo in that bunch were Francis Malingoa, who was starting at right tackle throughout the spring, and Reuben Bain on the defensive line. Like, the guy looked borderline unblockable as an early enrollee true freshman. Not all of the 2023 freshmen were on campus for the spring. You had some guys who, you know, were not able to enroll early who are on campus now. And Chalupa, I'm not saying these are the only ones who have been impressing people, but the guys that I've heard the most buzz about, I want to start with with Tommy Kinsler, Big Bruno, okay? Because, of course, all the offensive line chatter has been, you know, about uh, the five stars, especially about Goa and about the Pancake Concho, Samson Okunlola. Tommy Kinsler, who's probably going to end up playing interior offensive line at Miami, he is larger than any of them. And he is graceful. And if you guys saw, I, I sent this out, I retweeted it a few days ago, and I also sent it out on the subtext group. Uh, that photo that Dennis Smith from Miami staff took with some of these young players. He is literally one eighth the size of big Bruno. Like he is big Bruno's mini me. Like he is one eighth his size. It's unbelievable. Like this guy is going to be a mauler at Miami. Donald, I thought it was an edit when I first saw it on Twitter until you sent it through the subtext. I actually thought, you know, people do that thing where they make someone smaller 
And then you sent it through subtext and I click it was the same tweet that I saw. I was like, holy cow, Tommy Kinsler is a monster. He's huge. He is huge. And what's impressive about that size is you look at him and you would automatically go, all right, well, he's probably a tackle because he's probably stuck in the mud. Dude, turn on his huddle. He is insane. Yeah. Quick agile i think he likes pulling and likes getting out on screens because when you see him at the second level there's like another gear like he's like oh wow little guys i get to punish like <laughs> it's like it black looks, man he just eats them up he, yeah he just starts de- devouring linebackers and safeties <laughs> to be that big dude you are not supposed to be that smooth that yeah. agile it, imagine the size of that offensive line when you have him on the inside with Goa, with the Pancake Honcho, and then you've got uh, well, Matt. We've got Lee for one year, but then after that, on the uh, on the interior, you've got a guy like maybe Tenelau that may kick inside. Just a absolute massive human being. That's kind of what we have in Kinsler. Mirabal has sorry, Mirabal has recruited these offensive linemen that are big. They're powerful, like we all wanted more size, and we got that. Yeah. But they didn't compromise with athleticism either is what you're noticing. Kinsler is huge, and he may not play a lot this year because we're, we're we're pretty solid up the middle, but he is a guy that can get some rotation time, especially in some of the blowouts, get him on the field, get him reps, because he played left tackle and right tackle in high school, so you want to get him more reps in the interior. But he is huge. Donald, did you did you think he was that big? I, I know he was big, but yeah, when you see him, him next to other Yeah, I was I, like, I, I've cow. never I still still to this day I've not had the privilege of seeing him in person. I'm gonna get that first look at him like actual face to face at at fall practice, probably. But I, I've heard legends like um I think Brian Smith has told me before, Brad Tejeda has told me before, because it's like if, if you see what a guy is listed at, it doesn't really tell the story. Like until you see someone that big in person, then you're like, OK, I get it that this guy's gigantic. I know. I knew he was big. It's kind of like the Emory Williams thing. He goes, yeah, he's, he's a big kid. And then like you see him yeah. in comparison to other people. It's like, holy cow. Imagine that as an interior, like we talked about with Justin Scott and and with Jaden Jackson, a lot of offensive guards that are strong enough to deal with these powerful defensive tackles are not quick enough. Yeah. Tommy Kinsler has both of those. So I'm super excited to see what, what Cristobal and Mirabal can do with him over the years. I think he is going to be an absolute stud. He's uh, I was just looking at his listing on 24-7. He's, uh, he's every bit of, at least, but again, I haven't seen him in person, but he looks every bit of the six foot six that he's listed as. And he he's listed yeah, he's listed at 330 pounds. I, I've heard he might even be around the 340 range. So, you know, big yeah. kid. And then, okay, on the other side of the line of scrimmage, someone who is uh, is reportedly doing really well in the offseason is Joshua Horton, the defensive tackle out of uh, a mega program in the Atlanta area, Langston Hughes High. So he played the top competition in, the, in Georgia. Very, I know we always talk about South Florida. Georgia high school football is for real, okay? SEC and, country. And that's an area of need. Defensive tackle is an area where Miami needs – they need depth and they need size there. And Joshua Horton, he might have some opportunities. If he can continue the trajectory that he's on, he might have opportunities to play as a true freshman this year. Reportedly, this guy is seizing the moment, and that's really important for Miami. I feel like he probably flew under the radar a bit just because he was not an early enrollee. So when you hear everyone talk about the defensive line – 
I think people are forgetting that we have Joshua Horton. We have debt problems. I'm like, well, we do have one coming in that really does fill what we're looking for. Big guy who is quick, can get up the field quite a bit too. So he's got that Thomas Gore in him that he can get up the field, but he's also a guy that can just take up space and eat space. Explosive too and powerful. Another one of those versatile defensive tackles that just make your mouth water when you watch them on, on tape. And he's a big young man. So it's good that it's really encouraging to hear that someone who may be behind some of the early enrollees is hitting the ground running because we could use someone like Horton to know he's not going to start week one or maybe even week four or five. But Horton's the kind of dude where towards the end of the season, you would like to see him have an increased snap count, maybe spell Leonard Taylor a little bit, spell Moten a little bit, just to give those guys a breather. And on pass rushing situations too, he's He's one of those guys that can get up the field and affect the pocket from the interior, which obviously helps. You can't double Bane or Wayne or Mesador if you've got a guy like Horton getting penetration from the middle. So I'm super excited about him. I, I firmly think he's going to play a bit this year just because we need him mm -hmm. up front as well. So it's really encouraging to know that at a position of need, someone that is a, that's a true freshman has hit the ground running and he's already turning heads. I hear good things about the um, the freshman corners as well. Uh, no one's oh, surprised yeah. to hear good things about Damari Brown. I mean, played the best competition every week at American Heritage. But there's been a lot of buzz, and I'm not surprised by it, Chalupa, but there's been a lot of buzz on Robert Stafford, the other four-star oh, corner. Yeah. And, and I think he just flew a little bit. Obviously, he flies more under the radar than Damari Brown because Brown was at Heritage, where Stafford, you know, at uh, O'Galley, I think it's on like this – base coaster it's just I, I remember talking with John Garcia about him and talking with Brian Smith about him that's just a part of Florida where scouts don't get out to that often so he was probably a little bit less scouted and, and under hyped just because of where he played football and where he went to high school um, Stafford is making an impression and I, I did have a chance to meet that young man in person um, last year when he was on a, a visit. I, I think it was for the Bethune-Cookman game. I, I met him before that game, and I thought that this guy looked physically mature then, and that was almost a year ago. So I can only imagine what he's done uh, you know, to his body uh, and his speed over the last nine, ten months since I saw him in person. I think Robert Stafford is going to be a great addition. I absolutely love Robert Stafford's game. I think, again, flew under the radar a bit because when it comes to spring, the early enrollees get a lot of the hype because we're excited to see them. We're excited to see what they can do. You start weighing their film versus their senior huddle. You know, you have these chats and everything. So you kind of forget about some of the other freshmen that are coming in the fall. Stafford is a playmaker. He's just point blank. He's just a playmaker. He's a former receiver. So ball skills just through the just through the roof he's the kind of corner that when he catches an interception oh, it's now a punt return it's now a kickoff return and that is where I think we see him this year mm. I mean, his ability to to be elusive in the open field and he's got breakaway speed he is a dynamic returner if you turn on his huddle a lot of what you see is his defensive highlights but you also see him as a punt returner and a kick returner so I think it'll be interesting this year to see you know we got Robert Stafford you've got Ray Ray, you've got Brashard Smith. I think we've got a lot of depth in the kick return, punt returning game. And that's a phase 
of the game that could really give us an edge. Our offense struggled scoring a bit last year. Short field position with a good punt returner definitely helps that. It's not going to hurt if you pop one or two of those kick returns as well. So we may not see Stafford on the field at corner early, but I think we will get to see him make an impact in the return game and on special teams as well. He's got the speed. He literally has hands like a receiver, a little bit like Chris Graves, where we may not see him a lot early at corner because he's adjusting to playing corner, but he can affect the game in different ways as a returner. So I think we may see him on the field there. It's going to be a great battle seeing Ray Ray and Stafford. And then you got Chris Johnson, who's going to want to return punts and kicks too. Yep. So I, it's it's going to be a situation where I feel like they're all going to be on the sideline, kind of buzzing, hoping <laughs> for their chance because they're all electric. And you know how it goes once Robbie gets a good punt return. You know, the next one's going to be raising their hand like, well, put me in, coach. Let me try. Let me try. So again, okay. with, with yeah. a lot of these, with a lot of these freshmen that are coming in later, it's just encouraging to know that they're hitting the ground running. And a guy like Stafford in a position where there may not be huge need for him right away as a true freshman, but we will need him in year two, year three. So getting some of those reps early is definitely beneficial. And I'm excited to see him as a returner. We always love talking with Chalupa Batman. I know those listening to the audio version can't see this, but over your shoulder, is that a replica orange bowl that I spy there? Yes. Beautiful. That is a that is a orange bowl. So uh, this was actually a Christmas gift of mine oh, from my love lovely that. fiance a couple years ago. Wow. It's, it's one of the uh, coolest things I own. And I forgot that I did not have it on display because I have it in my room. And mm -hmm. she was like, why don't you put that on display? And I was like, oh, because it's, it's by my bed because it's my orange bowl <laughs> it's, 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 it's my it's my orange bowl so she was like put that up and i was like oh yeah that was so a good call I, by her because it's and, and i know like i i wanted to wait till the end to bring it up because i know you know a lot of people that only listen to the audio version like why is he talking about the visuals <laughs> ah. but i wanted to bring it up because i'm staring you know, at uh, at your orange bowl <laughs> replica for the last twenty six minutes, I'm like, we got to talk about this. I need one of those. That's it's, great. It's so cool. It's I I, I want to see. I'm gonna try to find the link and I will send it to you. So on the back of it too, yeah. they've got like orange bowl memories on it. Oh, that's cool. It's like one of the coolest things. And of course, you know, we don't have the bowl anymore. So it's yep, yep. hopefully sometime in the near distant future, we will have our own new and improved orange bowl that we so. can uh don't maybe, take maybe. that as gospel anybody in the comments i know how you guys like to do i'm hoping that we get a statement they're, they're gonna add it. it's gonna be on bad. bleacher report by the end of the oh, day you know it will be but hard rock's not bad we love hard rock shout out to hard rock yeah. we love you <laughs> well great job and you want to follow chalupa batman on twitter at Corey carmona and check out his work he's a colleague of mine at allhurricanes.com and he's also part of the you heard podcast uh when can people expect the next you heard with you joe and ben to drop we've got one coming this monday actually it's going to be a very fun one we've got a guest coming on i don't want to spoil it but we've got a little okay. bit of guest coming on one of our commits will be on with oh, us talking great. with us someone who hasn't talked much either so we're like we're all Ooh. pretty excited about it um so that'll be fun usually when uh mondays and thursdays is when episodes drop they usually drop first thing in the morning because we like to Hit you right before you've had coffee. I like to make you laugh before you've had <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> I can't so, laugh before I have caffeine, though. Is the only problem. So that, that that's my thing too. I, I I'm not a funny before caffeine either. So I I feel like if I can make you laugh before you've had coffee, I have 
done something well. So check us out and obviously always check out Locked on Kane. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Love you guys. Awesome. Well, we will talk to you guys again next time. Um, so with tomorrow being Father's Day, I'm not planning on doing anything unless there's big time breaking news. If there's big time breaking news, I can play the, hey, it's Father's Day. I can do whatever I want to card. Aha. Otherwise, I'm just going to say I'm going to take the day off because it's Father's Day. So either if way, if you I'm get that breakfast in bed, it's not happening. If you get the breakfast in bed, yeah. you have to take the whole day. You just have to. It's Father's Day. It, people, Donald's taking Father's Day off. Well, it, it'll it'll be okay. He will be back Monday. Yeah, unless somebody commits tomorrow, in which case all bets are off. <laughs> let's let, let's hope for it. Let's hope for it. There's a lot of them there this weekend. I'm I've got my eyes glued, hoping we get a bat signal. It seems like oh, one may be imminent. So hopefully, we shall see. We'll talk to everyone next time on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.